Good morning. Thank you for joining me for our very last podcast of 2021. Um, This is the scripture of the week, uh, Forever Changing with Ramonda Moore Brown. I am so excited about what God has done in this year through all the ups and the downs and losses and disappointments. He has proven himself to be faithful once again. This morning, our scripture is Isaiah 43 and 19. And I was so excited after I realized, okay, that's what you want me to do. Um, Abba, and I began to kind of study and think and ponder. And then it just made he, the way he pulled it all together to just make sense um, to wrap up this year and to get prepared for the next. I thought it was absolutely awesome. So I just want to uh, share this and hopefully it'll be a blessing for somebody as it was for me. I'm going to go ahead and uh, our scripture is Isaiah 43, uh, chapter 43, verse 19. Behold, I will do a new thing. It's familiar. Now it was shall spring forth shall you not shall you not know it i will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert and i'm gonna even uh pick you know i love to piggyback off the one before sometimes it's good to go to the scripture before but number 18 says remember ye not the former things neither consider the things of old so first of all, that word new jumped out to me. And of course we know new means something you never had before. Or, you know, uh, we can relate it to clothes, cars, things. But uh, it means not existing before, as I just said. Introduced or discovered recently. Or now. For the first time. And I know that God wants to do some things in us, through us, for us, because of us, for the first time. And in that scripture, it said that it shall spring forth this new thing he's going to do, to leap out, to rush out. And I begin to think about the word suddenly, suddenly. Suddenly. So God wants to do some new things in us that we've never seen before. We've never experienced before. He And it, it is going to spring forth. You know, sometimes we pray for things and, and, and we hope for things and we believe for things. And, and we have to go through so many trials and tribulations and disappointments and do-overs and start-overs. Uh, before that thing comes. But what I love about our Heavenly Father, who is so perfect in all His ways, who is so wise, He knows what's best for us. But not only that, He knows when it's best for us. My God, my God. And what happens after we, we've talked about this scripture before, after we've suffered a while, you know, after we've been through some trials a while, after we've been tried in the fire a while, it happens suddenly. So God is saying, you know, it's going to happen suddenly. 
but it's so easy to lose faith because we've been waiting a while or suffering or doing without or, or uh, not living or being where we think we should be or even where we know in our spirit where we should be. But understand that it is changing. He is doing a new thing. I shared a, a personal and private time um, worship with a few of the people uh, of the listeners that God just told me to share. You know, I don't usually share my personal, but every now and then he'll say, record this. I don't know if I'm going to need it later on or have to go back to it or, or to share with someone else. But I recorded it. And throughout that whole time of worship, God was giving me a new thing. But catch this now. I don't even know how many weeks ago that was, but little did I know, my God, because he is perfect. His timing is perfect. I talked about this yesterday uh, in my sermon. uh, Yesterday, his timing is perfect. He's all wise. He knows when we need what we need and how we need it. And he may give it to us one day. I'm talking to the dreamers right now. You got to catch this in the spirit. He may have given you the dream in 1972, 82, 92, 02, 12, whatever the case may be. He has given you that dream. It has taken a long time, but understand it's going to happen suddenly. It is going to spring forth for you right before your eyes. You know, I do have, I often mention my listeners in Panama City. I know it seems like I'm everywhere, but I'm going somewhere. Stay with me. It's coming together. My listeners in Panama City, but I have some listeners here in Montgomery, Alabama. And I'm so grateful for uh, those who have contributed to, um, to Isaiah 61 Ministries, our feeding program. And there uh, is the, uh, the Seekers of the Seekers Sunday School at one of the local uh, churches here who has invested in Isaiah 61 Ministries. But the amazing part about this is they have never seen my face. The man who God prompted his heart to to begin to research my family and follow us and see, you know, what we were doing and then take our project to his church and then his Sunday school class and for them to, to give us, you know, quite a bit to uh, help fund the feeding that we've done faithfully every Sunday or when the holidays, we didn't do it on Sunday, but at least weekly that we have done and, you know, sharing food to others in other states and other cities that they have never seen us and we have never seen them. No one can do that but God. So again, I tell you back in Panama City and, oh, I don't know what year, maybe 2000 and 13 or 14, God put feeding the homeless in my heart. So there was a stretch where I wanted to do it. I thought I was going to do it. I didn't even get to do it in the city that I thought. I thought I would do it in Panama City, but I didn't even do it there. It was for such a time as this. So whatever that dream is, listen to me. Well, you cannot give up on it. You cannot think because it hasn't happened yet that it's not going to happen. You know, um, and that is just the tip of the iceberg because there's some things that God gave me in 2008. There's some things that God gave me even before 2008, but that's when No More Broken Pieces, the women's ministry was born. And there are some things, you know, it's going, it started out slow. It started out small. So understand, please hear me, that person who just feels like throwing up their hands. 
because it seems so small and it, and it may not seem like it's growing at the pace and the rate that you want. Understand that because God is doing a new thing in you. He is preparing you because when it bursts and when it springs forth, it's going to be sudden. You got to be able to handle it. You got to be able to manage it. You got to be able to know what to do and when to do and how to do so that the weight of that glory that he is going to, oh my God, endow with, uh, you with, the weight of the glory that he is going to give you for that mantle, that job, that assignment that he has for you, you have to be prepared. So understand it's okay to start slow. It's okay to start small. Despise not your small beginnings. So that's what I have to do. You know, I have to say, God, you know what is best for me. You know what is best for us. And let's face it, I'm in there in that kitchen cooking for, you know, around 20-ish people or so, plus my family. Uh, I got to come up with a new plan to be able to feed more people, amen? So I can't rush and I can't jump. You know, I know they're going to be a feeding center, but I can't go somewhere and set up a feeding center. Number one, I don't even know what it takes. I haven't uh, finished my research. Listen to me now. I haven't prepared myself, my mind and my body, even my family and those that will help for the next phase. So you got to understand being small, it is okay to start small. Just stay faithful. Just stay with it. Listen to God. Allow him to show you how to do. And then he's going to show you to do some things a new way. Because number one, you can't get stuck in the old. See, I told you we're going somewhere. It's coming right back around. You can't get stuck in the old. You can't get stuck in the way you used to do it. Because God is going to elevate you. You're going to have to relinquish some control. You're going to have to be able to designate some things that you can't micromanage. Hello, women. We do that often. Come on. The majority of my listeners are women. You know, we we, we want to we want to be in control of it and it's not necessary it don't start out as a bad thing we just want to make sure it's done right you know how it is when those kids clean up come on now you you love for them to clean up their learning but honey you'll sneak back in there and, and do it because you love to do it your way well guess what as you're growing and as this thing begins to spring forth suddenly you cannot do it the old way you have to be so in tune with god so in tune with the holy spirit when he says let go of this let go. I remember something so small, and it may sound silly, but this is how much uh, compassion and love that I put into, you know, preparing even the box, to the to-go boxes that the food comes in. You know, we have our labels that we put on, and I was doing all of that, you know, because I wanted them to be perfect, and I wanted them to be just right, and, and it was really silly, and I was folding every uh, 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 fork, you know, wrapping the napkins around, it, and I was doing everything, and it just made no sense, and one day I laughed, let those kids do it. If it's a little bit crooked, so what? The people eating are so grateful for the meal, they will not care, even our elderly, it doesn't matter, and I had to learn to relinquish control, and then I put the food on just right. You know, I wanted to be just right. And you want you wanted to go in this little uh section. And it's silly. I had you have to let go of control and allow the people that God's this is helping somebody that God has placed in your life to help you to help you. You you cannot do it all forever. You may have started out doing it all but you can't do it all forever. 
God, and this is the point I'm coming to right now. You know, you can't do it the same way, and God will have you to switch it up. You know, we have our places that we go, and God will send me way on the other side of town, and, you know, just to let me know that I need to be in tune with him. I need to follow his instructions, and I can't get caught up in what I used to do and what happened yesterday. Now, didn't the, didn't the word of God say, remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old? Now, check this out. When he hit this, oh my God, it blessed me so. We are coming to an end of a year. And we always talk about what we're going to do in the new year. We're going to lose weight. Come on now. We're going to eat healthy. We're going to do this. We're going to change this. We're going to do this. But guess what? A lot of times it doesn't happen because we didn't let go of the former things. Now that right there ought to bless somebody. You have to let go. You have to relinquish. You have to get rid of. You have to lay some things at the altar. Some of the reasons, I'm just going to say myself, some of the reasons that Ramonda hadn't stepped into the next phase in some areas of my life, of her life, you know, of my life is because I haven't let go of some things of, of the former, of the past. You have to make room. This is what the Lord told me this morning in my spirit. Make room. Let the people know that they have to make room in order to go forward, in order to step into the new, in order to allow him, to give him permission. Because remember, he is a God. He is a God that is not going to force you to do anything. He gave us free will. So in order for you to be able to step into the new or to receive the new, you have to get rid of the old. You got to make room. So I'm telling you today, somebody, you know, I laugh and I got so tickled. We um, not only with our food this time, but the Lord told me in November, go ahead and start getting you $5 bills together. And when you place, give them those plates on Christmas Day, Give them a $5 bill. Now, I know some of the people are going to say, why would you give the homeless who are oftentimes addicts or whatever money? And I don't usually do it unless the Lord tells me, you know, somebody's by the road or whatever. There are times when we give cash. My kids give cash and I don't even know later because that's just in their heart. That's how they've been trained. But we don't always just give money because it's not always about that. We want to feed their spirit. We want to feed their body first so that we can feed their spirit. But God said, do that. And I'm telling you, we collected up our $5 bills. And this was from my family. Uh, my children even got their little money down to the smallest, giving their $5 bills. And we got it. And we were able to do that. But the look on their faces, there were some of them were so sad. And you, you know, that were normally happy. You know, we've gotten to know them well. They call me mama. And now it's like, honey, what's, what's wrong? And they was like, you know, I'm just missing my family or thinking about my family. And, you know, they didn't get Christmas presents. But to give them that food that's made with love and a simple $5 bill, you, the look on their faces and the gratitude, I will never forget. And I think it's one of the most... Uh, amazing experiences that my children could ever have. And this one guy that we don't know him, he's not one of the usual, one of the normal. He's not even in the area that they normally be. You can tell he was not even used to the homeless life. You can tell he was fresh. Something had freshly happened that caused him to not to be able to be with family or wherever he normally stays. 
And I ask him, I, I don't say, you know, are you homeless and all that thing. I used, you, I used to say, are you hungry? I don't even say that anymore. I invite them to dinner. Even though it's on wheels, I say, would you like some Christmas dinner or on Sundays? Would you like some Sunday dinner? Because anybody can be hungry or want a meal. You don't have to be homeless. We want to feed those that want to eat. So I said, would you, sir, would you like uh, some uh, Christmas dinner? And he looked and he said, me? And I said, yeah. And he said, well... Yes, ma'am. And I said, sure, come on. We gave him his food, you know. Uh, they had ribs and barbecue ribs and chicken and barbecue meatballs and macaroni and cheese and, and baked beans and, and, and pound cake and red velvet cake. You know, and we gave him and there's something to drink and we gave it to him and he looked. And then we gave him the $5 bill and the look on his face. And I just wanted him to know. And I said, God loves you. He hasn't forgotten about you. It's all right. Whatever it is, it's all right. We got to remind people of that, that it is all right, that God has not forgotten them. So I want to tell you today, God has not forgotten you. But I want to tell you, think of something in your house that you can do to bless somebody else. Make room for the new. Go in that closet and get something out. If you're close to me and you want to donate something to our, our homeless family, you know, coats, socks, uh, um, gloves, hats, you know, things of that nature, toiletries. If you're not close to me, you can send money. I don't play around because God is going to hold me accountable. I don't spend anything. Matter of fact, we, we always give more. We don't spend anything except on them that is given unto us. But I want you to know that there's always something you can do for somebody else. It don't have to be the homeless. It could be the person you see that they coat getting a little too 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 tight, right? or they may need some. Uh, you know, you, you could tell that they can use some more clothing or shoes or some plates or something in your house that you don't use. We know they pretty. We know Boo Boo gave them to you. We know you love them, but they sitting up there getting dusty, honey. Give them to somebody who's gonna need them. Give them socks away. Give all the stuff that we we love to collect. But why, think about why are you collecting? Now, do not get me wrong. This is another way. Sometimes we have to do some inventory. I don't know why God has me going there, but you know, I'm just crazy enough to follow that sometimes when we don't have a thing when we're young, I'm preaching, I'm preaching. I really am. We will, when we get older, we will begin to hoard that thing. I know a lady that I know that has hundreds of pairs of shoes because she didn't have that many shoes when she was growing up. And that sounds good, but uh, I'm going to say that that's a bit much. Okay, God has allowed you to get whatever it is that you got. We love perfumes and we love lotions, ladies, and we love all these trinkets and jewelry and whatever. But find something. I'm challenging each one of you to find something that you can bless somebody with as an activation. This is a personal activation between you and the Lord. This is, I'm speaking prophetically over you this morning. Between you and the Lord to say, Father God, I, and don't give them no junk. Don't give them something you don't want. Hello. It got to mean something. Go in there and find something that you're going to, I'm going to part with this God, even though I like it, even though I really wanted to keep it. But because I want to be a blessing more than I want to store up for myself. And you make room. That's an activation of making room 
for your suddenly, making room for your new thing to spring forth in your life. So I want you, if you want to, text me, email me, let me know you 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 did your activation because I'm excited about us. You know, as women, I love it when we can come together. We don't have to be at each other's face all the time. We don't have to be in each other's house all the time. We don't even have to be going in, you know, going around in the same circles. I gotta say shout out to Miss Daniel. Miss Daniel was my uh baby boy Jakai's uh, first grade teacher. And there was just something about her that I've never connected with a teacher here in, in, in Montgomery the way I have with Miss Daniel. Matter of fact, now it's two Miss Daniel because there's another Miss Daniel uh, that my oldest son is in her class. But this particular Miss Daniel, I don't know how she did it. She had a first grade class and she was teaching them via, via uh, uh, Zoom. And some of the parents, I'm not speaking negatively, but I'm, I'm just, you know, telling you the scenario, would sit their first graders in front of a computer and walk away and leave them all day. You can't do that. First graders don't be still when you, you know, it's like, and these kids have never been in this situation. So they were thrown, they're used to being in the classroom, being able to get up and go to, to, to music class and go to PE and go to lunch, you know, and get to moving around and things like that. But they had to sit down, six and seven year olds had to sit down and, uh, and, and, and in front of a computer. Well, I was in first grade with my son because I know Miss Daniels wouldn't have been able to teach him anything. <laughs> he would have been everywhere. And these kids were so busy. And then the families in the background, it was so much. And there was not a lot of participation. And I don't know how she did it. She's a saint. But I began to literally stand in the gap for her because, honey, I couldn't have done it. And I just began to connect with her so much until this day, Miss Daniel is is not only she listened to the podcast. I know she's going to hear this. I, we love you, Miss Daniel. But the point is that you know, I God, God showed me. He tells me, pray, "You're gonna pray her through this. You're gonna pray her through this year." And she realized that. But now it warms my heart so that Miss Daniels is one of the ones that encourages me weekly, if not daily, it, it several times a week. So, women, let's come together. I've never been over to Miss Daniel House. She never been on my house. The only reason we even know what each other looked like because of the Zoom. <laughs> okay? But nevertheless, the spirit of the living God that dwells in her and dwells in me connected. And I'm so grateful to have somebody like her in my life that will encourage me and I can encourage her. And it's not about anything else. We don't have to, you know. And that's what I want to say to ladies. We can... We can link up with one another. We can support each other in prayer. We can support each other in encouragement. We don't even have to live in the same country. But I know that the Lord wants us to come together because together we can move forward. Together we can embrace the new. Together we can prepare and make room for the new thing to spring up in our life and encourage but also be excited and cheering each other on as we watch each other win. Now that was a bonus nugget but I know God wants that. I see it. It breaks my heart to see the division in the in the competition in the kingdom in the in the churches you know 
and it's not so. It doesn't need to be. You're beautiful just the way you are. God loves you just the way you are. You were created for your assignment. I was created for my assignment. We are not the enemy. We are on the same team. Team Jesus. Amen. Amen. So today I encourage you and I challenge you. I'm going to challenge you for one one other thing. To reach out to a woman that don't look like you that don't go where you go, that don't hang out in the air, in the, in the circles that you hang out, reach out to them and encourage them. Even those that you know may not even like you, sincerely pray for them. Lift them in prayer. Be their prayer warrior regardless of how they treat you. That is the mature thing to do, and that is what's required. And ladies, remember that there are younger ladies looking up. I don't care if you're 20. There's a teenager looking up. And if you're 30, there may be a 20-year-old. And if you're 40, you're 50, whatever, somebody's looking up to you. We got to show. We're letting our ancestors down. The Bible says the older teach the younger. And I know this generation, sometimes they don't want to listen. But a lot of times they don't want to listen because of the things that they've seen the older ones do in church. I'm going to pause right there because you know I'm telling the God honest truth. I didn't mean to go here, but I am because God is leading me this way. Women, let's get ourselves in a situation so we can snatch back our young women from the kingdom of darkness. They think it is the time for let it all hang out. I'm going to say what I want to because I'm a liberated woman. And that is tripping them up. That is causing them to be so out of pocket that they can't begin to receive what God has for them. So together, let us remember that somebody is watching. Somebody is looking and to see how to act. And we we don't have to talk because some of them don't want to listen. But if they see us livid, it'll catch their attention. If they see us living it and walking it out, that is better than us trying to tell them something. And especially if we're not living it. So I know this thing went here, there, and everywhere. But God brought it all together because it's time for us to do whatever it takes to prepare to step into the new, the new year, the new life, the new season, the new job, the new business, the new ministry, whatever. Come on, somebody. The new marriage. Hello. I don't know about you. But honey, I'm not going to be having a house full of kids always. And whenever the time comes, I want to be ready for the one that God has for me. And if I'm one of those that get married later on in life, that's fine with me. I just want to be prepared, letting go of those former things, letting go of the slick joes, letting go of the things that were done to me, letting go of the things that I did, letting go of everything that's happened before now so that my heart and my mind and and everything, my life, my family, my ministry can be prepared and be in a place to receive what God has for me as it springs forth, as it leaps out, as it starts to rise suddenly. So again, I say to you, remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? (laughs) I need you to be looking for it, sisters. I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And that is what I'm going to stop with uh, in just a moment. We know that COVID is again on the rise. Hadn't went anywhere since actually the end of 2019, if we're going to be honest. 
Since the fall of 19 of 2019, COVID has been around. Coronavirus has been around. The SARS, whatever it is, has, it has been around. And it has not let go. It has gotten a little bit better. And then we, we drop our guard and it's gone back up again. There are food shortages over things that don't make any sense. Y'all, I'm so sorry. My daughter wanted some Rice Krispies. How in the world we got a shortage on Rice Krispies? I got so tickled. It's not funny, but I'm just saying. There is a food shortage, okay? There really is. People's packages and things are so backed up still from Christmas, they don't have enough drivers. People are losing their jobs if they don't get the vaccine. The medical field is in crisis. When I tell you that is definitely a, a wilderness and a desert, But God said right here in this word that he will even make a way. So God is going to continue to make a way when it seems impossible because of what's going on around us. But remember, we got to hold on to our faith. We have to believe beyond what we see and we have to let go and make room and expect. Because see, he's coming in a different way. Like he's never came before. So you can't even expect him to do it the the same way. He's coming in a new way. So be on alert so that you can see that it is God. And when it springs forth, God alone can get the glory. I love you all. I know this was a little lengthy, but God just told me to get this message out there. And I'm asking you all to please share this. This time of year is very, very difficult for so many people. They need a word of encouragement. They need a word to help them hold on. So if you would, share this with somebody. Share it with your group of women. Share it with your women's ministry. Share it with your cousin, your niece, your auntie. Whatever it is to be a blessing. If they can take a few minutes to hear these nuggets, I promise you these things will bless. Because they bless me first before I even get on here and begin to share it with you. I thank you for those who have listened, who have shared, who have been faithful to what God is doing right now, this new thing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you all so much. I'm going to pray and then we're going to release you all to enjoy the rest of your day. Amen. Father God, we just say thank you, Abba. Thank you for this new day that we've never experienced before, Lord God. Thank you for the new breath that I was just able to breathe that I hadn't breathed before. God, I thank you right now, God, for what you're doing for this last podcast in 2021. Father, I thank you for every listener, whether they're listening on today as it's been released or even in years to come. We thank you that your anointing and that your Holy Spirit will be with it and saturate the airways, oh God, saturate the internets and the telephones in Jesus' name. Lord God, smart devices. Father, it is an honor and a privilege to be utilized by you, God, as your servant, Lord God to have a servant's heart that you placed there because, God, you know how this heart was before you began to massage it. Lord, I thank you right now for the people, Lord God, 
everybody that's going to a, through a situation, God. We speak life over them. We speak peace over them, oh God. We thank you that with you they can go through it and they are more than a conqueror, Lord. We speak over minds this morning, oh God. Their mind is going, is going to be renewed right now in Jesus' name. Their hearts renewed, oh God. And you're doing a new thing. Relationships, oh God. Marriages are being refreshed and renewed. Mother and daughter relationships, mother and son relationships, father and daughter relationships, father and son relationships, sibling relationships, oh God, in the name of Jesus, estranged parents, God, who are co-parenting and 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 don't know how to quite get along, God. We call peace, God, and truce in this family so that they can be the parents that these children need right now in the name of Jesus. We call back fathers, God, who have walked away, not because they don't love the kids, because they feel like they just messed up too bad, or they don't have the twos because they didn't have a father. God, we thank you that you are their father in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we speak over that person that's battling any and every type of addiction, God. We lift them to you this morning. God, as they make room in their heart and their life, God, as they get rid of the, the people, places, or things, God, and I don't mean to dispose of them, but to walk away from those people, those places, and those things that may trigger them to want to use that drug, God, or whatever it is, that substance, God, or even those who battle with food, like myself, Lord God, in this new season, in this new year, God, we want to be able to let go, God, and make room, forgetting the old things, forgetting what anybody's done to us, even, God, forgetting giving ourselves for what we've done and moving on. God, we thank you, God, and we love you, Lord. We thank you for miracles, for signs, and for wonders in Jesus' name. God, I speak over everybody, every cell, every organ, God, every tissue, every bone, God, in the name of Jesus. Every system has to line up according to your purpose. The design in Jesus' name, and everything will flow according to the way you created us to flow, Lord. And we give you all of the glory, God. We give you all of the praise for covering us and keeping us, God, protecting us, oh God, connecting us, oh God. In Jesus' name, we say thank you. Amen, amen, and amen. Again, I love you all. God bless you. Be encouraged. But most of all, allow the God of all creation, who is your father, to make you whole.